Good morning. This is Richard Tapia, podcast radio, the voice of Jones County. And and I'm interviewing Susan Yario, uh, the Veterans Office for Jones County. Susan, could you give your full name and your title, please? Susan Yario. I'm the administrator of the Jones County Veterans Affairs Office. I'm a county veterans service officer. Thank you. What exactly does the service officer do? A county service officer assists veterans and their dependents in filing for county, state, and federal benefits. How many veterans reside in Jones County? I believe we're close to 2,000. Yeah, the last numbers I saw were 1,823. Mm-hmm. Somewhere around there. So yeah. yeah. Give or take. Yeah, depending on where they're hiding. Right. Or moving in, moving out. Yeah. <clears throat> so what does your everyday routine look like when you're helping vets? Uh, I have walk-ins um, usually every day. I also have set appointments for federal benefits. Um, depending on the kind of claim that we're filing, an appointment can take 30 minutes. I've had appointments up to three hours. Um, three hours. What, what kind of... A- appointment, what kind of need would a three-hour appointment be like? That would be a service-connected claim for possibly MST, PTSD, uh, physical injuries, emotional injuries. There's a lot involved. Um, Do you see an increase in that kind of uh, filing for that kind of... Um, I saw an increase when we had veterans, young veterans coming back in the past, let's see, it's 2017, so in the past eight years, the past eight years, since we moved up to this building, um, excuse me, Jones County Veterans Affairs used to be at the courthouse and in the basement, and in 2008 we moved to the Broadway Annex building. We were downstairs on the lower level, and then in 2008 and 2010, we moved upstairs to a larger office, um, easier access. So I've seen an increase um, in the last eight years. Which veterans group, out of all the ones that you service, has the highest need? Mm, They all do. They all do. So I have veterans that are seniors that have needs. and then I have younger veterans that don't want to come in to be seen, are not seeking probably the claims they should be seeking. Why do you think they don't come in? Now, most of them are male. Uh, it's like they don't like to go to the doctor, so why do they want to talk about what's going on with them? Uh, B, they're younger. They're, uh, what's the word? They have no fear necessarily or... What am I saying? Um, it just doesn't, they don't feel it affects them. Personally, they're okay with it. Or then there's a veteran who feels that um, someone else should have that benefit. But that's not the case. Do you see the same kind of um, attitude in other vet groups? Yeah. And I think most of it has to do, sorry, but it has to do a lot with being male. Um, and what, what aspect of maleness does that mean? Uh, 
stubbornness or not wanting to attend to their own needs um, directly. And I don't know if it's, I, I think it's maleness because most of the, the females I see um, are a little easier to open up to, maybe because I'm female. But truly, once I get a veteran to um, tell his story, that's that's easier to relate to him. Getting him in here is the hardest part. What kind of outreach do you are you able to do to try to get those people in? Well, we have our annual open house once a year. We give out fair passes for the Great Jones County Fair once a year. Those are given to us by the fair board. And that's a good outreach. They come in for a fair ticket and we have a conversation about coming back and visiting me. Um, I do go to uh, the nursing homes in Jones County and I speak to seniors that are there and their dependents. Um, we put ads in for Veterans Day or other um, things trying getting outreach going. It's word of mouth. A lot of it is word of mouth and also the Iowa City VA and the Cedar Rapids Medical Center. They have our um, each county service officers information and they tell, especially the newer guys because they have um, teams for OIF, OEF veterans and those case managers try and contact those soldiers, Marines, Navy sailors um, when they come back they try and touch base with them the other thing we have is now it is law that the Iowa Department of Veterans Affairs has to notify each county of who's getting a DD-214 or who's getting a DD-215 what's the difference a, a DD-215 is um, when someone makes a change to their discharge so maybe they had it upgraded or there was an uh, error on the first one that was issued. That's what a DD-215 is. A DD-214 is a separation papers. So that lists their entry, their exit, um, lots of information, medals, where they served, foreign service, etc. Uh, going back to the idea of maleness and that sense of vulnerability, <clears throat> exposing yourself to someone else about personal th things that may have been personal that happened during combat. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think could be helpful to break through that? Um, uh, sharing. I think you guys in your groups um, just share a little more of your story to someone else and a more of your experience with a veteran service officer or your experience with the healthcare team and the VA. How, how can you make that happen in Jones County since those things are either in Iowa City or Cedar Rapids or Dubuque where the groups actually meet? Are there groups that are meeting in Jones County? Uh, not to my knowledge, there could be. What um, would it take to start one? Uh, a space. Because they're like this building really doesn't afford that kind of seclusion space. Because you need your own, you need a quiet space, you know. Um, 
and, and people willing to show up. A facilitator probably is not a bad idea. Um, Do you think it would be better if it was a vet doing that? Yes and no. Sometimes I think a non-vet like myself is a great sounding board because I, I'm no threat. You know, um, I'm not uh, camaraderie. I'm not a comrade. Uh, a peer. I'm not a peer. So maybe that's why people feel comfortable in here because I'm not a peer. So a facilitator that's not a veteran is not a bad idea. We did have um, a gene at the vet center and Cedar Rapids wanted to come out here and start a group. However, there really isn't a space for it. You know, if, if a space could be found, do you think we could? Maybe? We could probably get the vet center. And the vet center is for combat veterans. And it's uh, set up differently than the, the actual VA hospital is. So it's kind of its own little entity. If those records at the vet center are not shared with the VA, you have to provide them to the VA if you want the VA to know your stuff. Um, what do you think would be one of the best ways to get the word out if we were able to do something like that in Jones County? Facebook. Um, How about, newspaper. doesn't every town have some level of AMVETS or American Legion? Right. Yep, it can go with the service organizations for sure, definitely. Okay, well, that sounds like something that, uh, to work towards. Yep. Uh, what made you want to get into this type of work? Why, why veterans? Uh, well, I didn't, it wasn't totally veterans in 2004 when I started with the county. I was working um, for community services. And that was in the courthouse <clears throat> and community services at that time also served veterans. And it was pretty difficult to interview a veteran and file a claim when you didn't have an office space for it. So I would have to ask my boss if I could use her office to speak with the veteran about his service. So then we just kept pushing and working with the supervisors and trying to get our own shingle. The way the Iowa code reads is it basically should be its own separate department. So it took about four years to convince the supervisors that um, the VA needed their own space and their own shingle. So here we are. That's what happened in 2008. So what made you want to get into people work? Mm -hmm. Always been a people person. It's part of my family history, I think. My dad was a people person. So Was your father a veteran? He was. He served between uh, Korea and Vietnam, peacetime. Yeah, what, what branch of the service? Army, California, Army. stationed in San Francisco. Yeah. What kind of work did he do? Uh, he was a banker most of his life, and then he became a realtor at 70. Wow. And uh, was a mortgage broker. So you say that he was a people person because of the type of work, but you, you didn't become a banker. Mm -hmm. uh, you didn't, you're not a realtor. You're at this other level where you, you could see and feel and hear much more of the pain. What, what made you want to work at this level? It's uh, life's all about relationships. To me, it's a choice and perspective, how you see it and what you choose to do about it.
So I became, I applied for this job to take it over as the department head and I had the training and that was in background and experience and so I got the job and now I have a lot more experience. What, what kind of a background does a person need to be able to do this kind of work, both uh, educate, formal education and non-formal? I think um, personality, people personality is number one. Um, you don't need to have a college um, degree to be a veteran service officer, but you do need to take um, training. My training is with NACVSO. That's a national accreditation firm for veterans service officers. If a person did go to college, what kind of courses would that person, what kind of major would fit best for this type of work? That I don't know. I have never been to college, so. But, um, I don't know, social work sounds like. Probably. I think I fall in the social work, therapist, mom kind of mold. That's kind of what the job is. I mean, that's how you come across. You yeah. had, under all that entity, you know, title. Um, what is it you like most about this, and what is what is it you like least? Mm. Let's go with the least first. Okay. The least is the sad stuff, obviously. The stuff you don't want to take home with you, but you inevitably do. <clears throat> uh, the good stuff is meeting people and um, seeing them smile and have a positive effect on life, their life. That's the good stuff. And um, getting a, uh, a service-connected claim through or a uh, health care claim through. Success, you know, having a little success on that end kind of makes their pain a little more worth it. Um, the other bad thing is Everybody thinks they're entitled to something, and that's not necessarily the case. It's based on need. You know, you just can't come in and say, well, what do you got for me? What do you mean? <laughs> so it's not a handout. It's, um, it's a handout. Um, a lot of people think of this as an entitlement. Those aren't necessarily the veterans. Do you think veterans see this as an entitlement, or is this something they earned? Uh, I see both. I see both ends. I see some people that, well, we deserve this. And we they told us we would get this. Yeah, they did. But it's also a different era. And they're the government and they make their own rules when they want to. And then the I see the other side is, I don't deserve that. Well, yeah, you do. You know, you're suffering with something that causes um, you not to live so long or it's causing a lot of financial hardship on you and physical so getting a service connected getting a veteran to 100% is like yes it's like a touchdown and I really uh, I like that <laughs> so your work is gratifying yes and so you would recommend this for other people yes but it's also a tough job. Mm -hmm. Heart-wrenching at times. Yeah, that's, that's a, a lot of stuff to carry. How do you 
How do you cope with it when you get home? What do you do to let go? Weed. Read? Weed. Oh, weed. <laughs> ah, what kind of weed are you talking about? <laughs> Weeding. So, outside work is good. So, I, I think you're also involved in doing some hardcore, not just gardening, it's more like productive organic farmer. It is. It is. How many acres do you manage? Uh, actual in ground field work is about close to two. Too. That's, that's a pretty good sized garden. Mm -hmm. And what does that operation look like? Um, very weedy at the moment. <laughs> a lot of rain, that's what causes it. Yeah, yeah. And your weedies up has a different connotation. Yeah, it does. Um, but we're getting there. It's still a little early in the season, so finally starting to get some produce out of it. So. Yeah. Do you see that as good therapy? I think it's excellent therapy. Do you think veterans could benefit from something like that? Yep, and there's a great um, there's a great VA program for for uh, farmers. Really? For veteran farmers? Yep, a great one. Uh, it's all it's all internet. You can find it all on the internet, and I think it's even on the VA.gov site. Um, but there is there is help. You know. That, that, that's if they would have become a full fledged farmer. What if they just want to do it as a hobby? Um, I think there's there's also uh, grants. There's also money out there for that. If there's not money, there's um, mentoring. There's mentorships out there. There's um, also a program called Practical Farmers of Iowa. Really? They're out there. Um, there's a lot of resources with them. And, and that's a membership-based um, program. Is there a website where all this information could be gathered at once? I'd start with Practical Farmers of Iowa. I'd start there. And then there are listservs. So once you're a member of that, you can be on a listserv for um, livestock, horticulture, general, and then you can ask questions on that listserv. And then you get a lot of feedback. Like people will answer you with, hey, this works for us, or didn't work for us. Um, do you know any veterans currently involved in that? No, I think we had one in Olin, and I've had a couple other inquiries. It's um, that veterans program is not something I facilitate, or um, I I'm a big point of reference for a lot of stuff, so I can help you search for it and give you some pointers how to find it. But that's not a benefit that comes through my office. Sounds like a future interview. <laughs> uh, is there any way that they could get you information? Say, some kind of handouts here. Sure, that'd be great. Do you know anyone, a contact person there? Practical Farmers of Iowa, yeah, I could get stuff for them. Yep. That'd be great. Um, what other kinds of stuff are you personally involved in besides your own therapeutic stuff to let go of this and the work you do, what else do you do? Um, I'm an advocate for wellness. Um, what kind of wellness? Wellness. Your health. So non-toxic health. So I'm an advocate for essential oils. Those are a really positive health move, I think, on my part. Um, remove with the toxic chemicals in your home and replace them with 
natural remedies, natural alternatives. Well, I should have talked to you yesterday when I was trying to find something for my apple tree that Japanese beetles are just tearing neem, up. Neem oil. Start right. with neem oil. N-E-E-M. I'll talk to you after this yes. interview because I, I sprayed something that I wish I hadn't. Yeah. <laughs> that happens a lot. Man. Um, is there anything else you'd like to tell me about your office, yourself, your work that you think could add to um, our conversation? I love my guys. Um, you have I a large family. I do have a large family, almost 2,000. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, it'd be great if they'd all call me or come see me, but not all at the same time. <laughs> and it's a great idea to give me a call first. So, if, um, if just supposing that all 1,800 wanted to come see you, your office really couldn't handle it. No, it could not. I'm a department of one. So, at this this time actually there are 99 counties in, in Iowa and every county has a veterans ser, county veterans service officer yeah. some may share a veterans um, service officer but then we are connected to another group when we file a claim and that's the federal service officers which are in the federal building in Des Moines so depending on what kind of claim you're you're filing there'll be other resources too um, and so we are also a point of reference. So if, if a veteran needs something that I can't provide, then I help him direct him to that way, like small business loans. There's lots of other entities out there for that, other options. Um, in this building, we also have HACAP, which is the food bank. Um, there's also um, Jones County Volunteer downstairs and community services. So if you're not a veteran or you don't qualify for um, county help in my office, then I would send you down to county community services. So, how well are you able to interface with, and I don't really like that word, but I couldn't find another one, uh, with other service groups like uh, American Legion or AMVETS, or which ones do you work closest with? Um, the American Legion in Anamosa does donates uh, grocery cards sometimes, gift cards. That I do, or I can I can call them. And my commissioners, I have three commissioners: Jim Caswell, Dennis Gray, and Penny Schoen. So those are they're out in the community also. So that's another form of outreach. Um, and we work closely together. We also have the Iowa Department of Veterans Affairs we work with, and then our county um, service officers have a a group, and we meet twice a year so we have a lot of I have a veteran this you know stories we have a lot of sharing and networking among among the 99 counties do you think it would be helpful to maybe once in a while to get that uh, veterans mobile unit to come out at yep. least they'll they come to every fair but how about be like just any day of the week I don't know. Their schedule is super tight, so they go to 27 counties with that 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 Winnebago, or it's not a Winnebago this time. They got a new one. So yeah. with this one, they I think it's 27 counties in is Iowa. That just one to service the entire state. Yep. As far as I know, that's all we have right now. Yep. 
And they have oh. set locations they go to. It's Waterloo is Tuesday or Thursday, and Mount Pleasant. They go to Mount Pleasant and they park, and then they have scheduled visits that vets go to that mobile vet center for their mental health appointment. What would it take to get a local one for Jones County? Not maybe not that size, but a mobile unit that could be. Yeah, I don't know that mobiles that um, we take our open house to a different town, you know, in the county. We try. I don't, you know, if I could get as many people as it with the open house here a couple of weeks ago to for every year, that'd be awesome. But eighty well, was <clears throat> we had eighty people. At the yeah, open house. That, that was yeah, incredible. Yeah, it was good. It was great. How can we be advocates for your work? Just keep sharing your stories. Hey, I went to see Susan and she helped me with this. Or she couldn't help me, but maybe she can help you. Maybe yeah. something a bit more formal. Maybe a, a, a group discussion. Because I don't think people actually know they can be. A lot do and a lot don't. You know, it's a... You never know. I'll get somebody walking in my office and go, I never knew you were here. Yeah. Like, there's been a, someone serving the county for years. You know, before me, it was Jackie Luxton. Before Jackie, I'm not, I'm not sure. You know, but I know that there was someone. I don't, I, a long time. You know, years. 20, 30, don't know. But they were in the basement, so they never knew they were there, so... Yeah, I think this definitely needs more exposure and, and people need to know, at least veterans need to know that you're here. Mm -hmm. um, I see a lot of, I'm envisioning a lot of great projects for the American <laughs> Oh, good. And I think, well, after I speak with the American Legion, um, we'll see what happens. Awesome. But I think we need, we need to have more conversations. Um, because I see a really great need. And so, but I wanted to thank you for taking time out thank to you. speak with me about this. Uh, I'm not exactly sure when, when Scott's going to post this on our podcast, but we'll be sending out, just look for Voice of Jones County on Facebook. All right. And uh, I have people that are on that website, but they're just trying to sell stuff. I'm, I'm trying to sell conversation. So, Thank you very much. Thank you, Richard.